The man who discovered the blood moons is here with us. This is not good. This is one bucket wow. of pancakes. The man of the toupee. He's on the front page of New York There's no respect for white European males anymore. everybody welcome to the spin doctrines podcast the podcast about propaganda and the people who peddle it i'm travis reyes i'm kenny van and i'm amador salazar hell yeah you are <laughs> indeed <laughs> um guys i have a clip i need to uh play for you it's oh, an man. urgent clip uh I'm sorry, we have an episode planned, but this is just too big to uh, miss. This is, uh, Donald Trump gave his first public interview just minutes ago before we started recording. And uh, he says some really shocking things um, in it. Uh, this was by far the most shocking. So, I mean, if you're easily triggered, I'd say shut the podcast off now. Um, it's going to make everyone angry. Here we go. I have a penis for your vagina hole. <laughs> <laughs> shocking, shocking stuff from ex-president Donald J. Trump. <laughs> he has abs now, by the way. He lifted his shirt, shut <laughs> up his abs, and he said that and left. Everyone's like, whoa. All right. <laughs> All right. So how's everyone doing? You doing all right? <laughs> <laughs> this interview at Mar-a-Lago? What? Is this plan? Yeah, he's like... You gotta give me some details on... <laughs> There's not a lot of details. He just came out and said that. And did a backflip. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. like, whoa. What the? He did a backflip into the ocean and then swam off dolphin style where he just like oh, flipped shit. up and out of the water wait was it him that carved trump into that like manatee or whatever did you hear <laughs> what? about that no. <laughs> <laughs> what happened <laughs> someone dude it's fucking insane someone someone carved trump on like a manatee <laughs> Why would you? Was it like a manatee that was like already like dying? Was it like I? I don't know. That was just like one of the things that, like, as the Capitol riot was happening, <laughs> that was also like an accompanying. Does you know like B-roll, news stuff, but that happened. There's there. just the one guy that's like storm the Capitol. Ah, uh, I thought you said carve Trump into a manatee. <laughs> <laughs> the manatee's like, sir, please, please stop coming into my flesh, please. 
Ah, shit, man. In the eye. I got my signals criss- crisscrossed. I thought I'm Paula. They said, deface a manatee. Give a manatee stigmata. He's like, cool. It happened. <laughs> it happened, QAnon Viking man. <laughs> so, we were just joining. Donald Trump came out, showed his abs, saying, I have a penis for your vagina hole. <laughs> Then then backflipped back into the, the ocean, ocean and, and swam then... away forever like a dolphin. It's some Captain Planet <laughs> villain. Yeah. Meanwhile, the online left is debating whether to get involved with the Boogaloo Boys. Like, what the fuck is uh, going on? <laughs> to be fair, I don't think it's a debate as much as everyone making fun of Jimmy Dore mm-hmm. for being like, "I no, just I learned see. what this yeah. thing is," and like, it's crazy that they're like not bad. It's like <laughs> you're a child. <laughs> I didn't see the interview he did with the actual guy, but I saw an interview that he had with somebody afterwards, and the guy was like, "No, we shouldn't ally with Boogaloo Boys because they're white supremacists." <laughs> I didn't He's like, see that's not what we're talking about. He's like, "That is what you're talking about, though." I saw like a clip somewhere of like these Boogaloo Boys talking to like the uh, a black Israelite guy, so they're like, "Yeah, like we have each other's back." Like, we're on the same side. It's like, yeah, you are. You're both insane people. <laughs> it's like that weird thing, how, like, weird white supremacists love, like, Afri- like uh, black nationalists. Where they're like, yeah, no, we like that they want to do their own thing away from us. You know what I mean? That's what, like, yeah, black yeah, Israelites yeah. and Boogaloo boys have a cop, but they're like, yeah, we both want, like, each other's race to die. We have that in common. <laughs> we both like knitting. We both like pepperoni pizza. We both want like racial genocide. We're like best friends, pretty much. Now, like, I know it was like a lot of QAnon Trump supporters and stuff, but weren't the Boogaloo Boys the same folks that were at the Capitol too? Oh, there absolutely had to have been some of those people. Boogaloo, the Boogaloo mean, maybe, boys were also like I'd say it's the weird, safe to speculate. Boogaloo boys were also like the weird ones that were like showing up at like the uh, defund the police things and being like, "Yeah, I'm on your side." Yeah. And people would have to be like, "No, you're not. Get away," because they like want the cops to do violence. Yeah, because their whole thing is civil war 2.0, right? Right. Yeah. So it's pretty weird that Jimmy Dore uh, didn't do any research on them. It was just like I just heard about these guys. Let's interview one. Because <laughs> literally all you have to do is just Google Boogaloo Boys, defund the police rally, and you get articles of people going like, yeah, these people, like, we're trying to get us to, like, be violent so the cops wouldn't, like, shoot. So they can have an excuse to shoot. Yeah, all you have it, to, it literally, might... it's just like a, it's like a, not even a deep dive Google. It's just like Google. Yeah. Boogaloo Boys, racist, question mark? And it's like, yes. <laughs> it's... it's... Probably the thing they're most known for is their racism yeah. and ties to white supremacists. It would be funny if, like, <laughs> that Boogaloo boy, Jimmy Dore, interviewed. He's like, so people say you're, like, a racist and, like, an anti-Semite and, like, you're, like, a real bad guy who wants, like, weird corporate fascism <laughs> in America. And he was like, yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm... I'm that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 
you know, it's an important thing to know what a group's theory of change is. And if your theory of change is like, hey, we want to be at these protests to instigate a civil war. I don't know, man. Doesn't sound like the side I want to be on. Uh, I I don't know. I think it's a winning strategy for the left to ally with fascists to defeat corporate Democrats. I don't like I say if they yeah, want a civil man. war, they have to have muskets. Everyone else gets normal weapons, but since they're so horned up for the civil war, you get those weird glory rifles that take 9,000 years to reload. It's like a friggin' cyberpunk loading screen to get that rifle to shoot, you know what I mean? It takes friggin' <laughs> forever. That's my bit. <laughs> I'm working on that new bit for my new album. <laughs> Cancelled with three Ks. It's like an Ice Cube album, edgy and tough. All right, what are we talking about today? <laughs> today uh, we're talking about the Falun Gong, also known as Falun Dafa, and uh, yeah, they are a weird religious sect in China that puts up anti-communist propaganda at pizza restaurants. And teaches specifically how to pizza breathe. restaurants near my house that I go to. <laughs> yeah, you're the you are their target audience. You're like <laughs> you're who they're trying to reach. I am a communist who loves pizza rolls. It's just like me being like. <laughs> Probably not the most effective theory of change. Sorry, Felon Dong. Because I'm just gonna be like, I'm not paying for this, and then they'll be like, okay. <laughs> we understand. So, this uh, took a, a long time to research just because it's impossible to get information that's accurate. Because the only two, I'll get into that in a minute. But uh, so, Falun Gong was founded by this guy named Li Hongji in. <laughs> oh, damn it, I thought you were going to do the joke again. What, Li Hongji Oswald? There you go. <laughs> Yeah. That's on you, man. You like paused and like. I'm setting you up for that joke. That's not how you set someone up for a joke. If you imagine that on stage, if like the setup guy just went, "Hey, I heard you had a fun day today," and then just went, "Huh?" Uh, uh, until the guy did the joke, everyone would be like, "What the fuck's wrong with that guy?" That's what you did. You're the you're like the bad you're the bad score brother. That's what you are. <laughs> That's, I, don't, I don't like where this is going. I'm the good Sklar. You're the bad Sklar. There are no good Sklars. Whoa. (laughs) So, yeah, so this religious movement was founded in the early 90s, uh, coming off of something called a Qigong boom in China, which is Qigong is basically Tai Chi. It's like slow movement, uh, breathing, meditative practices with some, like, super... Uh, kind of pseudo-sciencey stuff about how it can cure your, or make you feel better, cure your ailments through meditative practices. Wait, what year did this happen? So Falun Gong was founded in 92, but Qigong kind of took off in China in the 80s and 90s. But things like Tai Chi and that kind of practice are like thousands of years old. Right. And Falun Gong is just like a thing that's like, people like this weird... Bootleg Tai Chi, let's, like, make it a cult. 
<laughs> basically yeah so that's how they kind of got people got suckered into it in a way is because lee hongji also told practitioners of falun gong that if people ask about falun gong you just tell them it's an exercise thing and you then know, you uh, show up to meetings and you start exercising and then they start giving you all sorts of like cool books on tape and, <laughs> and literature. Oh, it's like that weird yoga thing. <laughs> they made like a Netflix yeah. star. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah, else? Yeah. You know what else happened in 1992? Rage Against the Machines debut album came out. Ooh. Yeah. So Dr. Dre's The Chronic came out. Ice Cube's Predator. So good year all around. Three seminal <laughs> albums came out, and the cult was started. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, one of the things that I uh, found was there was a yeah. So basically, if you start asking about Falun Gong, they'll tell you it's an exercise thing, or they'll tell you that they are about cultivating truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance, and they'll be really vague. And they won't tell you their name. <laughs> and so, Fight Club. This movie. Yeah, it's kind of like Fight Club, but for like meeting up at seven a.m. to do slow <laughs> stretching, breathing exercises. Is that not what Fight Club is? <laughs> uh, they <laughs> Fight Club likes to destroy things that they think are beautiful or whatever the hell. There's small differences. They're very similar, though. They do that though through breathing and stretching. So, oh god, <laughs> you're not you're, you're not <laughs> wrong about that. So there was a there was this reporter in New Zealand. This was more recently, like in 2008. This lady uh, in New Zealand uh, reached out and basically joined these uh, this small group in New Zealand that practiced Falun Gong, and she went there for over a year, and they were. Very vague and not communicative. She practiced for like over a year. And then at one point she asked, there was a woman in the group that she's basically been meeting with every single day for a year. And when she asked the woman what her name was, uh, she was told to refer to her as that woman. <laughs> <laughs> that woman is poison. Belle Bim yeah. Also from the 90s. <laughs> in in her circumstance she was a researcher so they kind of knew oh um, so it was like an undercover thing she was like i'm researching your stupid thing it, it wasn't undercover they knew she was a researcher falun gong had reached out to basically do a positive pr thing so they encouraged people to reach out to like local chapters she's one that did and um the silicon valley of cults just cultivating positive pr <laughs> Yeah, and they they basically orchestrated these meetings for to do these stretches every day for a year. It's like six thirty in the morning, and then she said that as soon as she was no longer a part of the group, like basically went off to write her paper. She was no longer doing anything with them. They they stopped doing <laughs> stopped doing that, which I don't <laughs> understand. Wait, yeah. they were just like doing this weird thing to trick and impress this reporter appearances, I guess. That is insane. Just like constructing a whole group like out of thin air for a positive PR hit. Hmm. 
for a prank, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of cool. I think she's like the impra- I think this is cult is like the impractical jokers. There you go. Which I like. I like that Falun Gong is run by Sal and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, on the on the on the surface, it's hard to find a lot of information about Falun Gong. It does kind of look like just some weird Chinese spiritual practice that is pretty benign. It's kind of weird, but it has been banned in China for two decades. You're not allowed to practice Falun Gong. It was banned in 1999, and so Falun Gong is to China what comedy is to America, right? They're both banned. <laughs> you can't do either of them, folks. Yeah, yeah. We we have to organize to legalize comedy here in the states. And Falun Gong, Falun Gong in China. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is Falun Gong? It's considered a religion. Is that why? China. It, there are a couple of reasons why China banned Falun Gong. Okay. Uh, the first being that it is a cult. It, it, <laughs> it is not. It's not just breathing exercises and stuff. Uh, the guy who founded it, Li Hongji, is an insane person <laughs> who said that he was taught his Qigong. He was taught Falun Gong. When he was four year old, four years old in the mountains by a Taoist immortal. Oh like shit! Batman. He's like Batman. Didn't Batman learn how to like fight from like a monk and a, like a immortal monk? This guy just watched Batman. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises and was like, "This is me now." Wait, but like. Kenny, the, this guy before this, he was like a trumpet player, right? I, I remember reading something what? about him. Oh yeah, no, he's also yeah. like a postal flyer. He did not get into Qigong. There's reports that he got the Qigong like two years before he founded his cult. So like, <laughs> he's, oh, yeah. He's, okay, so this is a Murakami novel, where it's like a fucking trumpeter who gets into yoga and starts a cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, yeah. So, one of Falun Gong's big beliefs is that each race of people is derived from a different god and that i have okay and it is also a belief in falun gong and lee hongji has said this in interviews uh that there are aliens that are coming to destroy mankind <laughs> tight and part of the way that they do that is through uh race mixing like uh, so okay. You're right. Yeah, this is the. I don't hear anything that weird yet. <laughs> I agree with everything that you've said so far. <laughs> I think it's right and good what you're saying. Yeah. So this is like a Chinese like separatist movement, or like what is what no, is. It's much weirder than than, than that. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. So they think basically a belief is that uh, the more mixed race somebody is, the less connected they become from their god, and that so... this weakens mankind and makes it easier for the aliens. Wait, what does that mean? More mixed. 
I guess, like, if you... How do they deter... Like, I guess my question is, how do they determine, like, how mixed someone is? Something tells me that uh, these people would not like uh, Mexicans. Just, you know, just saying. To be fair, they they don't like anybody except the Chinese. Right, yeah. Uh, That's another thing that one of their beliefs... uh, Somebody who was a practitioner of Falun Gong was kind of in it for the like Tai Chi and kind of yoga spirituality aspect of it. He ended up at their compound, which they have a, com- a compound. <laughs> Tai nice. and okay. like overheard somebody saying about how like the darker your skin is, that's a like ab- that's a abomination. That that's not not good. It's not good for you to have dark skin either. So. Hmm. It, well, shit. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna go out on a whim here. Uh, well, first, that's obviously bad, but also, I typed Falun Gong into Google, and there's like a weird, like spiritual, like symbol, and it's got a swastika on it. Oh, tight. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I'm not going to speak on that. I know that's like a symbol in actual Buddhism right. and, and yeah. Hinduism, but... Yeah, I but mean, like, also, if your thing's a cult, maybe keep the swastikas out of your cult. Well... Even if it is, like, you can't do that with your cult. You can't be like, no, 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 this racist symbol from this racist cult that is our symbol for our racist cult. <laughs> it's a yoga thing or some shit. It's not... Yeah, I mean, you know, it it makes me speculate at a minimum. I, yeah. yeah. The a weird thing is though that um, a lot of these are taken from the interviews and the books written by Lee Hongji. He's no longer does interviews, and I think that's part of the his the like Falun Gong PR. They, I think that's one of the reasons they only tell you like it's an exercise thing because they don't. They don't want to start you off with like Lee going like it's the fucking aliens. <laughs> they want to hide that. Yeah, I mean that's why they focus on the breathing, right? They want to like get your breathing in check so that when they take you to that upper tier of their oh. shit, yeah, <laughs> you've been holding your breath this long, you're gonna be fine. This is the normal part, though. This as you ascend the ladder of the Falun Gong. Um, you will reach a level of enlightenment and Li Hongji himself will place inside of your lower abdomen a a Fallon, like it's basically like a rotating wheel from another dimension that he places you in your lower abdomen and this scans you the ability to heal people and levitate. So that's... (laughs) Holy shit. How's he put it in there? I don't know. He's got like magic powers. I was hoping he just like plays you a cool trumpet tune and then it <laughs> Okay, you you can fly now, man. <laughs> so, yeah, like in most cults, he kind of sets himself up as like a messiah like figure. He has magic powers. He doesn't show you his magic powers because he doesn't want you to be like intimidated by this thing yeah. you won't shut the fuck up about. 
<laughs> Look, I can fly. I can't show you because it'll be too uh, scary for you, but I could do it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so one of the earliest things I found was a there's an interview he did with Time Magazine, Whoa. and uh, I just took a few e- excerpts out of that because it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, this is it, Time. In your book, John Fallon, you talked about people levitating off the ground, but say that they should not show other people. Why is that? And then Lee says it is the same principle that Western gods in paradise should not be seen by ordinary mortals because they cannot understand its meaning. Have you seen human beings levitate off the ground? I have known so many to do so. <laughs> and time says, Hold on. Time says, can you describe any that you have known? Lee, David Copperfield, he can levitate and he did it during performance. <laughs> so he just got tricked by magicians. <laughs> Cool, cool. My cool favorite thing is that he also literally just got done saying, "You shouldn't show people you levitate." But like David Copperfield's doing it on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like his job is to levitate. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, um, it got weirder in that interview. Ooh. Okay, weirder than him being like, yeah, it can float like David Copperfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Time Magazine, oh, I, I'll get to this first. So, least hey, yeah, that. All right, so Time Magazine asked him a little bit about, like, why he thought the world was chaotic and in such a... Uh, place of like disarray and he attributed that to two things and that the first was that people were no longer following orthodox religions that people went to church but they didn't believe in god they didn't really believe anything and without that spirituality led to chaos it sounds like ben shapiro yeah and then also like ben shapiro he (laughs) believes that aliens were using technology Yeah, he believes that aliens were invading the human mind, ideologies, and cultures through science and technology. That's like a very funny like thing to be like, why do you think the world is the way it is? Like, well, people don't believe in God like enough, and they don't pray hard enough, and also like aliens are like controlling the <laughs> brains and like making them do bad. <laughs> so you go, all right, wait, hold on, it doesn't sound like your first thing would prevent the second thing from happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like go to church and pray to like the orthodox god or something and then alien I don't know they probably still control your brain because they have technology they have like iPads and <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, this is a direct quote also from uh, that interview from Lee Hongji he said this is kind of a long quote but whoops You're yeah right? hold on Mike yeah. down. All right, well, Kitty's getting ready. I just thought of this one. How about this? Hongji Weinstein. How about that? Right? No? All right. Well, it's not as good as the first one. Well, podcast canceled then. <laughs> All right, you're, you back up? Yeah. Cool. 
So he said uh, the aliens have introduced modern machinery like computers and airplanes. They started by teaching <laughs> mankind. <laughs> they, they started by you teaching see those airplanes in the sky. It's fucking they're aliens. Wait, so alien? This is Green Lantern. This guy just <laughs> reads comic books. He got trained like Batman, and he learned technology the Green Lantern way. Yeah, guess what? I have a wife, but she's invisible, and also my arms stretch really long. <laughs> I can't show you though, because it'd be too scary for you. But you know, you can watch David Copperfield do it. It's like what David Copperfield does. You can watch that documentary, The Fantastic Four, if you want to see what my powers are like. I think movies are real. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Uh, I, I just have to read this whole fucking thing. Why so, Why did Time Magazine do this? Is my question. For the I crib, will baby. get into that in a, okay. a little bit later. Why Time Magazine would interview him. But as he continued, he said, uh, they taught mankind about modern science so people believe more and more in science and spirit and spiritually they are controlled everyone thinks that scientists invent their own when in fact their inspiration is manipulated by the aliens in terms of culture and spirit they already control man mankind cannot live without science the ultimate purpose is to replace humans if cloning human beings succeeds the aliens can officially replace humans why does a corpse lie dead even though it is the same as a living body? The difference is the soul, which, which is the life of the body. If people reproduce a human person, the gods in heaven will not give its body a human soul. The aliens will take that opportunity to replace the human soul, and by doing so, they will enter Earth and become Earthlings. What the fuck? <laughs> so he's like really worried about human cloning. And aliens using, like, human bodies to walk around in, like, meat suits and replace us. Men in Black. This guy just steals everything from movies. <laughs> Literally, he's just stealing from movies. When did Men in Black come out? 1996? Four? Four or six? Wait. It's one of those two. This interview was in 99, so it's, it is possible. Yeah, <laughs> he's just stealing from movies, man. He's just stealing from movies that he saw on TNT in his hotel room. He's just riffing Big Willie style. Don't give him shit. <laughs> Wait, so he thinks like science is um, humans being like controlled by aliens? Yeah, so he thinks all modern human achievement and science was given to us by aliens whose ultimate purpose is to replace us because our bodies are perfect. Uh, humans have the most perfect bodies in all the universe. Right. Yeah, we definitely do. And uh, <laughs> we're better than the Avatar guys. And so part of their plan to do that is uh, obviously by having the races of Earth mixed together so that they'll be weakened for when <laughs> their full-on invasion happens. Uh, also through human cloning so they can live amongst us. And then they will pose, they will create a technology that stops people from reproducing altogether. Okay. And the only way that you can stop this is if you go to the park at 7.30 in the morning and <laughs> some slow breathing and, like, meditative stretches and stuff. That sounds tight and normal. 
If I mean, someone if you, told that to me, I'd be like, yeah, man, I'll do some. It's the perfect answer, I think, for like all of that. If if your whole ideology is like technology is actually this Faustian deal where the more dependent we get on it, the more we end up like becoming, I don't know, extraterrestrial aliens uh, here, stretch and breathe a lot so that you don't do that. Makes sense to me. I'm on, I'm on board. I don't know. I think this guy just watches a lot of movies and then says <laughs> the things from them. Like, he watches a lot of Absolutely. movies when he's falling asleep, so he doesn't remember most of it. And he'll just take, like, bits and pieces and be like, this is oh, my life. shit. Movies are, like, he's implanting false memories into... Yeah, he's he, falling prey to his own He literally fears. just thinks TV is an alien. He thinks Cable <laughs> is an alien, and it's putting thoughts in his brain. All right, is he that just, it for the top? Oh, go ahead. He just fell asleep with Men in Black on the TV at like on TBS. <laughs> Characters <laughs> no, had a that, dream about it. TBS is very funny. Uh, USA is characters welcome. What if he just like his part of his like origin story is just season one of Monk? <laughs> he just fell asleep watching Monk DVDs, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm Monk now." All right. Uh, is that it for the time interview? Uh, I got one more quote, and okay. it's just a simple thing. They asked him what 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 the aliens look like, uh, and he said, "Oh, you don't want to know. Trust me, they're bad." And they're like, "Oh no, but tell us." He's like, "Oh no, you really don't want to know." And they said, "Well, uh, they're like describe them anyways." And he said, "Oh, one type looks like people. The others are made out of like bone. Others look like ghosts." <laughs> Wait, they're made of bones or skeletons? <laughs> yeah, they look like spooky <laughs> skeletons and ghosts. An alien plague his ribs as a xylophone. This is what aliens do. <laughs> <laughs> so that is kind of it for what they believe. They're an insane cult that also tells people not to seek attention from doctors, uh, don't trust medicine, just do stretches and. I'm going to put an interdimensional wheel in your tummy. and Yeah. And also stay away from the, stay away from the aliens because they're ghosts and skeletons and the monster mash. Also, the only way you can counter these aliens is by not race mixing. Stop that. Yeah, they're also against (laughs) all, like, like, homosexuality, though I couldn't find anything as to explain, like, why. They just are. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I found on that, too, uh, was just, and it wasn't, you know, much of an explanation, but it was something about, like, karma or karmic, like, your karmic energy being off or something. I don't know how they determined that, but it, apparently it's weird because they're pious and they don't, they're kind of prude, like, they don't like sex, but they also only accept heterosexual like norms because they're like everyone is supposed to have kids is all i saw it's weird yeah so other than like their beliefs obviously being they're they're an obvious cult like once you dig into it lee hong she's a fucking maniac 
Um, <laughs> that in itself is not really why they're banned in China. Uh, they kind of took off, like a lot of people were getting into the Falun Gong shit in China. And people started to like, they had like millions of people doing these exercises and all this stuff. So these people like reporters, <laughs> millions of people in the street doing light stretching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reporters coming up to them. Are you going to run after your stretch? It's like, no, this is all I do. <laughs> just, just some dude. God, no. Just, just like a hundred people doing calf raises and like a weird synagogue. <laughs> Okay, so it's taken off in China. Yeah. So, like, uh, reporters and academics and researchers and people are starting to, like, try and figure out what it is, and they start quickly realizing how insane it is, so they start writing papers on it. And Falun Gong and Li Hongzhi mobilize their followers to stage these, like, mass protests at uh, like universities or TV stations or like wherever the story came from that had a negative view of Falun Gong, they would stage these giant protests. And according to the thing I read, the basically the media in China is trying is supposed to try and quell any civil unrest. So as soon as these protests like sprouted up, they would like automatically like publish a retraction an apology and like basically give Falun Gong whatever they wanted and so they got so they kind of were able to like leverage their power in in this way that the press they didn't want these fucking maniacs in the streets protesting or doing violence or or anything like that and this was both basically just because papers would go uh this is a bunch of nonsense it doesn't cure diseases it's not a miracle cure and also it's a cult and shit like man, that. Man, it uh <laughs> man, it must be a nightmare living in a society where the media just uh caves into the demands of a small group of insane people and refuses to make them look bad. That must be weird. <laughs> and, it must be weird and bad, right? Yeah, I mean I guess we'll never know what that's like. I know. Thank God. Thank God we live in America. Home of the Big Mac, baby. <laughs> Still 12 cents cheaper than it would be if we had a fucking living wage. And don't you forget it. Yep. Don't let people. <laughs> if, if the workers die, then that means new workers come in. <laughs> what don't you get about this? It doesn't matter if they get a living wage. They're not meant to live. We run a. Is that the new official stance of the podcast? No. That's the stance of the country, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, like, like the people who stormed the Capitol, these guys got everything they wanted, and they were able to, uh, basically, officials in Beijing put a media blackout on covering anything related to the Falun Gong, because, I guess, of how often <laughs> these protests were happening. Oh, so and, you just couldn't even, like, report anything on them they were just like you're not allowed to talk about these like weird yeah. freaks doing weird freak shit yeah except um there was uh, a small academic paper that was relatively obscure 
that did not was not aware of the blackout. Somebody who was like a scientific researcher published something Uh-oh. about the Falun Gong and their practices being full of shit. And okay. the Falun Gong flips the fuck out and organized a gigantic uh, protest that uh, were like demanding they retract it. And this was like the first time that the scientific paper said uh, because of the nature of their magazines, they don't, they don't do, <laughs> they don't like. Right. I'm sure do this like scientific journal doesn't get like a bunch yeah. of like Tai Chi guys protesting their articles often. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of reminds me of and what probably, happened. you know, just a, oh, sorry. I was just going to say that the, I imagine the researchers were probably just approaching it from a, like, hey, is this actually helpful? And they're like, ah, our studies show no. <laughs> and then they, yeah, it's just like an innocent story. And <laughs> yeah, the next yeah, day they yeah. show up and there's a bunch of dudes doing chai chi in their office and they're just like, Jesus Christ, attracted. <laughs> <laughs> So the the protesters ended up occupying this university where the magazine was for three days. And then um, the police showed up, which caused a riot. Oh, cool. Because, uh, like, in every country when the police sh- show up, things go from bad to worse. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how they never seem to make things better in any country. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, once you let the pigs out the pen, it's never goes well for anyone. Is that a line from uh, Ice Cube's 1992 album Predator? I hope so. <laughs> I thought it was a quote from Charlotte's Web. <laughs> the 1992 Ice Cube version of Charlotte's Web. <laughs> So, uh, 45 Falun Gong practitioners ended up getting arrested, and this really riled up <laughs> the Falun Gong hogs, and <laughs> they they made the it was described it was described kind of funnily in this uh, article I was reading as a tactical error because they oops accidentally arrested 46 <laughs> people. No, nope. uh, they they after the forty five people arrested, ten thousand Falun Gong people converged. Uh, Jesus, on this place called I have, fuck Zhang'anhai, I think, uh, and surrounded a, a Communist Party headquarters for twelve hours, and China's premier. Fuck Zhu Ranji told the protesters that their grievances would be addressed. The, the... The premier what? The China's, it just says China's premier. I don't know what, I, I'm i assuming a high-ranking member in the Communist oh, okay. Party. Okay, I thought you said China's premier Jew. I was like, what is that? Whoa. That's why I stopped you. I thought you said their premier Jew, and I was like, I don't know how you get that job. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, he told them that they were going to address their concerns. And then in July twenty, on July twenty second, uh, Falun Gong was declared a 
cult, and it was outlawed in China. Uh, Li Hongzhi, however, was not in the country. He left in 1998, where he still resides in upstate New York at a giant weird <laughs> compound <laughs> surrounded <laughs> by forests. Um, upstate New York, where all the good things happen. <laughs> So basically, 45 people got arrested because of a scientific magazine, and then the Falun Gong was like, we're unstoppable, and they protested in front of the Communist Party headquarters, and uh, that did not go well for them. Their religion is now outlawed, in fact, <laughs> and it has been for 20-something years. Which explains their, uh, it just seems like they're very overtly anti Chinese communist seems pretty clear why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up until then, I couldn't find anything that had anything to do with them being anti-communist or having any sort of political ideology. Um, I did see something that speculated they might be against communism because it doesn't derive from China, that it comes from uh, Eastern Europe and Russia and stuff oh, like that. Oh, shit. I couldn't find anything that substantiated. I mean, I guess you could tell yourself that after the fact, like after you got kicked out of the country. Yeah, just like, like, who needs communism anyway? It's like a, it's like a weird Rasputin religion, political ideology, not religion. Their religion. So, yeah. So that's why Li Hongzhi ended up being interviewed for Time Magazine because his religion just got outlawed in China, and, and he was in fucking Synecdoche, New York, hanging out. He just got the like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, shit. <laughs> and Buffalo, he's just in Buffalo, New York, eating a cheesesteak, and he gets a phone call. He's like, yeah, Jesus Christ. It's over. I just wonder. Can you believe this in the year 1999? <laughs> I just wonder if, like, he so did Kenny, did he do like the interview to curry favor, or like what was because I mean, a lot of the stuff that you pointed out was insane. Like, yeah, did he do it to look good, or did he do it like Papa John's when he did that interview? He's like, I eat 30,000 pizzas a day. <laughs> <laughs> so, I imagine he did the interview to probably try and look sympathetic and talk about their beliefs, like, we're a normal thing. Gotcha. I think so shortly after he did that interview, they were like, you're not doing interviews anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said the craziest things. You said that there's skeletons. and Ghosts. Yeah, I... men in black is real. And... <laughs> you like described how you got your powers and it's like the same way that Green Lantern got his. It's weird. You're weird. You're a weird guy. You're not allowed to talk anymore. Well, it kind of reminded me, I don't know if you guys ever watched that documentary, Wild Country, that uh, Rajneesh Purim yeah. thing that was in Oregon. Yeah. It reminded me of that because they kept talking about, like, oh, wow, the Bhagwan. He's so fucking, like, eloquent and amazing. And then, like, the first thing you hear about him is him just saying that that lady, uh, Manan Sheila, they go, what's up with her deal? He just goes, she's on drugs. <laughs> she's on hot drugs. <laughs> Or, like, wasn't, like, Jim Jones just doing, like, a shitload of meth? Like, all these, like, weird spiritual leaders that people are like, oh, these are, like, wise people. They're just, like, 
They're just like in- insane Charlie Sheen people. They're just like <laughs> doing drugs and screaming about like fucking weird mythical shit. They yeah, they have like control issues. It sounds like as well. Often, I mean, if you have your own compound, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you got a good deal on it. It's an upstate New York. It could have been like I don't know, like a Twinkie factory or something. <laughs> <laughs> the results of gentrification. Yeah, whatever weird, whatever weird businesses fail in upstate New York. <laughs> um, I I'm kind of concerned. I, like I, there's something that says, "What is Falun Gong harvesting?" Oh yeah. So, <laughs> oh okay. We're gonna get into that. Okay, cool. Because so, that. The reason why any of that information that we just talked about, their crazy beliefs and all that shit is relevant is because because the Falun Gong got banned in China and uh, their leader resides in uh, upstate New York. And they are kind of caught in between these two. They find themselves in a very good situation and that they're caught between two. uh, The two superpowers that basically want to use the Falun Gong as a tool for propaganda on either on either side the western like the united states obviously wants to use the falun gong to represent the cruelty of the chinese communist party and the chinese communist party wants to portray them as like uh weird evil usurpers which i think is kind of closer to the truth but well i mean yeah we just listen to what this guy thinks about anything <laughs> you know, if if they were so right, it just seems trite for their fate to be um I don't know, we little pawns in like weird global hegemony politics and shit. It is it is like the most like right wing thing to do to be like, look, the communists co- communists are bad. Listen to this guy. He's like, yeah, it is fucking aliens that wear people in suits <laughs> and spooky skeletons running around. They're like, see the Listen to this guy. I live in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Home of the Buffalo Wing. <laughs> and the Buffalo Bills. Whoa. That's all they got. Uh, <laughs> so one of the things is like it so that's why they became kind of hard to research because there were like legitimate outlets that I would normally trust that were saying outlandish shit about the Falun Gong that was disputed elsewhere, uh, like Reuters or like fucking New York Times or whatever were saying some pretty crazy shit about <laughs> about uh, Falun Gong's persecution. And one of the reasons that they say that is because most, if not all, of the information that Western news outlets get about the Falun Gong is by a media group called Racklin Media Group, which is uh, owned by the Falun Gong. So, <laughs> oh, cool. so they get most of their information from the Falun Gong itself, and um, so, so a literal media mouthpiece for them. Yeah, um, and they have, so they definitely play a propaganda game themselves. The Falun Gong have their own like propaganda outlets. A lot of them, uh, and a lot of that is just. I guess uh, mo- most, if not all, Western media sources, like news sources, get their information straight from them. So that's why you'll see a lot of articles about how 
the Chinese government is specifically targeting Falun Gong members for their organs. And there's a whole documentary called Bloody Harvest. And it's about how the Chinese government specifically targets Falun Gong members and harvests, kills them, harvests their organs to have, and then supplies hospitals with these organ donations. So like organ donation on demand is the accusation that the Falun Gong has lobbed against the Chinese government. Holy shit. There is... There are actual human rights abuses happening to practitioners of Falun Gong. The Chinese government does arrest them en masse. Uh, there are a lot of tales of stories about torture, for like eyewitness accounts of torture, rape, all sorts of horrible shit. The I don't the organ harvesting thing is is based partly on the Chinese government used to. Uh, and they they might still do it, but there there was a practice where the Chinese government harvested organs from death row inmates after their execution. Gotcha. Uh, so the Falun Gong took that story and basically said that's what they're doing to all of us because we have the best organs. And <laughs> oh, Jesus organs. Christ! <laughs> well, they would brag about their like kidneys. We have the best kidneys because <laughs> that we don't have actually like, a, a white mom or something. <laughs> <laughs> you're, say, you're saying that as a joke, but that they do they do actually brag about how amazing their organs are, their internal organs and their abdomen are because of their oh, because they're weird. <laughs> candy Candyland spinner they have in their stock. So that's uh, on one hand, the Western press is saying things like. They're harvesting these people's organs, and the Chinese government is saying, actually, we're not doing human rights abuses at all, and you can watch these videos online where they go to, like, this weird schoolhouse, and they have, like, all these Chinese women lined up, and they're like, what is Falun Gong? And she goes, Falun Gong is a cult. I like the Chinese Communist Party. And they go down a line, and they all say the same thing, and it's like, see, they just come here to this school and play basketball with these cops, and like everything's cool. And it's like those <laughs> Amazon ads where it's like factory workers being like, "I love it here. They treat me so good, <laughs> and they pay me so much." <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Why pay union dues when you can pay for Netflix? <laughs> Yeah, isn't that that's their big selling point now? Yeah, I think Amazon like, Prime, Jeff Bezos is like, no one wants my thing. Netflix, <laughs> pay for Netflix. Why? Yeah. So, yeah, that's why it 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 was a little bit difficult to research this because both sides are denying everything. Uh, Fallon Gong's definitely like. Not to be trusted, but like the Chinese government's obviously not to be trusted on this issue either. Right. Um, I would say that the Chinese government's like media outlets, their definition of the Falun Gong is probably closer to the truth than Western outlets. They are definitely a cult. You can buy their literature online, you can look up all this shit. They believe insane things. That doesn't mean that they deserve to be tortured but also their organs are probably not being harvested they don't have like the best kidneys in the biz they're not <laughs> they're not shit so one 
of the reasons that why they're kind of uh, relevant is because they own a news outlet called the Epoch Times. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and freaks. So, so I'm sorry. Before you get in, so how I know of the Epic Times is uh, like their weird YouTube ads. Yeah. They're weird, like Lynchian YouTube ads, where it's like an American, like white couple being like, at like a breakfast table, being like, ah, I don't know, I can't trust this news, and they're like, try this, and it's them like reading this like Chinese language newspaper, and being like, ah, yes, the truth, finally. <laughs> Like that's how I first heard about. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, same here. Same here. Uh, different ad. It was just like uh, I don't know. There's like this guy. I forget his name, but he's like apparently like some like Eastern European guy, possibly. And he's just like, hmm, interesting. Nobody's talking about Trump in this way. Hmm. Epoch Times is. Are you talking about those weird ones that were like 30 minutes long where it's like him like in a white room? Yeah. Yeah. And they play him like before you could listen to like a Nelly song or something on YouTube. (laughs) I think 2015. It's like, look, you can listen to Lil Wayne's Lollipop, but first, here's this weird Slovenian guy to be like, isn't it weird how like the only newspaper that's good is this alien one? Yeah, that's how I know about them. Is the their weird YouTube ads and same. That's how I think most people know about them. Is that or Facebook ads? But the because I thought it was like a brand a brand new thing because I didn't start seeing ads for them until after COVID because that was a big thing that they were trying to push was that the Chinese Communist Party invented COVID as a bio weapon. They didn't though. Bill Gates yes. did, right? Bill Gates invented it. To make us buy more Xboxes. <laughs> Look, you can either take the Falun Gong pill or the Q pill. You can't take both. Yeah. I think a lot of people have taken both, which makes me <laughs> very happy. I was Look, given my killer. history with drugs, if you put two pills in front of me, I'm taking both the pills. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Hillary about this earlier. I was like, nothing makes me happier than like some weird cued out like redneck dude being like <laughs> getting their news from a Chinese cult. Like that makes me <laughs> <laughs> very happy. Some yeah. Some, some like, like rich Alabama guy who thinks QAnon's real reading the Epic Times. Hey, did you read this? If if Biden becomes president, he's gonna outlaw Qigong. I'm not gonna be able to get my <laughs> doppel <open. laughs> Just the husband going, God damn it! And the wife going, what? They're like, he's trying to ban Qigong again. (laughs) Look, you can take my guns, you can take my freedom, but you can't take my Qigong. (laughs) Darlene, you want good kidneys? We gotta follow this shit. Some guy doing like qigong in the middle of like a fucking college football game at halftime. Like I got my German fucking kidneys. <laughs> Chinese Communist Party's gonna take my fucking kidneys. All right, everyone, pure blood. Time for our seventh inning stretch, and they all just get up and they do yoga in the middle of a temporary 
Devil Rays game. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. If that's the halftime show... Well, that's the I, halftime So That's the Super Bowl halftime show I this year. <laughs> it's just Fallon and Gog doing... Don't they also do, like, Cirque du Soleil stuff, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that okay. after that. You know, oh, the yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't know about this? No, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll that. get to it. it. It's good. You'll like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make merch that just says Buds, Brews, and Qigong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's sell those on the uh, Google. <laughs> <laughs> on the Google Store. On the Google Google App Store. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, a little bit more about the Epic Times. Uh, it wasn't a newer thing. It actually started in the year 2000. It was founded by some Falun Gong practitioner in Georgia. Cool. He's, okay. So we were started, far off at our weird southern <laughs> stereotyping that we were doing. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how that was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> we, were like one, we were like one state over. <laughs> You're doing like Alabama, and it's like, nope, Georgia. <laughs> All right. Uh, and at first, I guess, obviously, they were they were founded with the goal of being critical of the Chinese government and talking about Falun Gong. Um, though they were, like, actually a little bit, I guess, more of a legitimate newspaper at one point. They, wrote, they won some journalistic... Awards of, of some sort, yeah. Pulitzer. Like a they won a Pulitzer. <laughs> best, <laughs> best the newspaper, the Pulitzers. There were also some people that nominated Li Hongxi for a Nobel Peace Prize too at one point, but I don't think that. Don't do it, but yeah, to well, be fair, everybody's been nominated. Yeah, that weird, Nobel. that weird comedian O Heckler guy who started like a weird X Men school for comedians <laughs> was nominated for a Nobel Prize apparently. <laughs> So, what? It said uh, it in his. I'll send you the thing after. It's weird. We'll talk yeah. about them on a bonus episode or something. So, uh, 2014. That's when they won their awards. They are kind of like an actual outlet at this point, but they are having trouble making money. Their ad revenue and blah blah blah. They're not making money. So they went from doing that to like posting like. Basically, being like BuzzFeed, like all their writers had to post five shit, five things a day, and they're like <laughs> posting videos of like fucking bears jumping in pools and like cute cat videos and stuff. <laughs> Which is actually a thing. Five bears want to take your Qui Gon or whatever it's called. <laughs> Which is actually a thing that's still there are YouTube channels that you can find of like it'll be like two dudes talking about sports, it'll be like talking about football, and then one of them will be like. Uh, by the way, just like to talk, take a minute to talk about the Fallon Doffa. And the Fallon Doffa is <laughs> like going this long Whoa. And it's like, oh, and it's like these weird white dudes that are like from Canada that are just like, yeah. What it's, the fuck? It, it's, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I, I Goddamn, Bob's going to take away my Qigong. God damn it. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard with two minutes left in the game with a crucial steal. Steal, kind of like how the government (laughs) wants to take away your Quijon. (laughs) (laughs) 
But then everything changes for them because our previous president, uh, Donald Trump, our beautiful big wet president. Yep. Hold on, don't say for, he could still be our president. We don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> we don't know what's gonna happen yet. Well, our pending president, our president in waiting. Okay, it's more like it. <laughs> the president of our hearts. Yeah. He he decides to run for uh president and notably he is um has some pretty populist rhetoric, at least when in terms of trade and saving people's jobs, and a part of that is being anti Chinese. And the Falun Gong got a hard dong <laughs> thinking about <laughs> that. So they kind of changed. They they flipped on a dime and they started spending a shit ton of money on Facebook and YouTube and making ads that were very supportive of Donald Trump. They invented stories like the Obama and Hillary Clinton teaming up to spy on Donald Trump The uh, and shit about COVID being invented by Chinese government. Oh, and the weird the, Resident the Evil thing, thing that was going around in the beginning of COVID? Like yeah, it was like in a factory, and look, this is the symbol, and it was like literally like the yeah, that what? was uh, that was Falun Gong. So <laughs> a lot of the again, LSU. they just steal stuff from movies, and video games they play. <laughs> uh, the uh, scary thing, kind of about the well, not scary. I think you guys know this. Uh, the Epic Times. Wasn't just like some obscure outlet at this point. There were people in the Trump administration, including Trump himself, that would tweet out Epic Times articles. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say like Trump, like I don't know. He always alludes to like things, like as if he's been reading the Epic Times. But he can't yeah. read the. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. They want to take away my qigong. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine Trump like at one of his rallies to like all of those like fucking weird psychos that support him. They're like the Qigong. They want to take your Qigong. It's bad. It's bad to take the Qigong. We don't want it, folks. Do we? We want to keep our Qigong. A nice Qigong in a nice little Qigong box under our bed to keep keep us warm at night. And all these people just losing their mind with Donald Trump thinking Qigong's like a tiny little like gremlin. All right. So what else you got? So at one point, the Epic Times hired a guy named Brendan Steinhauser to help kind of after Trump won. They got, they hired this guy to build inroads with the U.S., like the conservative movement in the United States. And Brendan Steinhauser was a described as a well-connected Tea Party strategist. Oh, cool. Tied. So pretty so, good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do an episode on the Tea Party at some point because they're normal. You know, it goes well with your morning exercises—a little tea, cool. a little tea party. Yeah, chai tea party. Don't <laughs> tread on me. I'm doing my qigong. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even talk to me until I've had my qigong. <laughs> and it's like Garfield and slippers in a robe. <laughs> <laughs> That's merch. Garfield in a robe, a pink robe, and slippers. 
looking sad, holding a cup of coffee that says Qigong on it, and it says, don't even talk to me till I've had my Qigong. <laughs> so, yeah, after Trump won, the their social media blew up. Uh, they were had millions of followers. They are basically had the same numbers as other outlets like the Daily Caller, Breitbart News. Uh, the Epic Times was basically on par with them. Uh, they asked Steve Bannon about about them. And he expressed uh, that he was very impressed with the Epic Times. He said, this is a quote from him, they'll be the top of top conservative news site in two years. And they punch way above their weight. They have the readers and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Which, honestly, I wouldn't doubt because the Falun Gong kind of gives everybody everything they want in terms of heightening tensions with China. Yeah. They're a good, they're a good group of weird psychopaths that believe in <laughs> interdimensional aliens and shit. Yeah, it, uh, there's like David, like, like brushstrokes of David Ike's like weird alien shit, and then like just regular normal like weird, American anti-communist. Well, it's like that weird thing with QAnon, where so many like of these QAnon people are also like very like spiritual, like yoga chakra people they're all like there's like this weird those things like tend to like fuse together is a weird like science fiction dystopian nonsense and then also like people who like yoga and don't like vaccines yeah they don't like vaccines and like eat ginger for lunch just like whole cloves of ginger <laughs> for lunch so yeah and then the last the last thing I I really have about the Falun Gong is that I don't know about you guys, but I was exposed to them long before I knew I was exposed to them because they have a ballet company that travels all over the country and the world called Shen Yun. Oh shit, that's them? That's <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Holy fuck, that's blowing my mind. That's like all over the fucking like Oh, it's everywhere. That's everywhere. That stuff's everywhere. Yeah. So Shen Yun is a ballet company, and they train, they train their dancers and everything on their Falun Gong compound. Cool. <laughs> Dragon in Buffalo, right in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> yeah, but they it's actually in a I think called Otisville or something. I don't even know better. Sure. Even better. That's way dumber. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a small town. There's a video you can watch of these people who are like. Well, these guys moved in and they live out in the woods, <laughs> and they oh, built shit. like a a giant Chinese shrine out there. It's a huge compound, and they like are walking around in the woods, and there's just cameras set up in the middle of the woods all around the compound. They tried to like go to the compound to get an interview, and ended up getting like the cops called on them. Like very secretive, not good <laughs> type. But that's where the Shen Yun dancers learned to dance. <laughs> <laughs> hey. and Shen Yun also uh, talks about how it's a ballet about 10,000 years of Chinese history or whatever it turns out no it's more about Falun Gong persecution in China oh, <laughs> and more specifically 
More specifically, it's about how the Chinese government harvests Falun Gong practitioners' organs. <sighs> I would go to that ballet. Though. Oh, I want to know. This is very tight. There's a cool article that somebody wrote about it, how they went there not knowing anything about it just because they'd seen the advertisements everywhere. And they were like, they got in there and they're like, it's the weirdest fucking thing you've ever seen. <laughs> because the, I guess the protagonist gets his eyes gouged out by the Chinese government in this ballet. And then through practicing Falun Gong, which as we've established is just stretching, he's able to grow his eyeballs back. Whoa! <laughs> Can he fly by the end of it too? I don't. I don't know. They save that part. It's a spoiler. <laughs> Wait. So th- this ballet. I guess all ballets have a story. Never mind. So I'm not sure what exactly. I think it does mix some Chinese cultural like like stories, and it. But it's narrated. Well. I mean, the person tells like a narration throughout, and then once it gets to like the Falun Gong stuff, it's like how the Chinese communist is evil, how Li Hongji is like a messiah, and he's the only one that can stop the alien apocalypse. It sounds like Dragon Ball Z. You know, <laughs> after you've like broken down how everything they believe is a movie, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Dude, if I was like a little kid and my parents like dragged me to like a ballet, and then it was all this shit they're talking about. Or some guy gets his eyes gouged out and then becomes like a Super Saiyan. I'd be like, this is rad. This is like anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost how like, I, I wanted to become a preacher when I was a kid because my grandparents took me to their weird snake handling churches. And I was like, this fucking rules. This is cool. I like, I like religion. <laughs> like if you would have got me at the right age, it'd be like tight. I like, I like this. Yeah, I find it interesting how they like launder their movement in like everything they do. It's like, oh, you come to our stretching class, but also here's this whole thing that you need to reckon with. And then like they do it in their ballet, they do it in their media, uh, news reports and shit like that. It's uh It's also very much like I didn't tell you this earlier, but it's like a it's a situation where not even all the practitioners who practice Falun Gong can be saved from the alien apocalypse. It's very much up to Li Hongji personally decide <laughs> who to save. And like, it's, yeah, it's very, very culty. It's just weird that, that I think they just found themselves in a very precarious situation where they were able to be like now massive, probably going to be relevant players in global politics for years to come now we're people that believe in not race mixing and aliens and stuff it's the craziest thing about this story is how like these people are crazy enough or these people like know their shit's crazy to the point that when the guy who invented it says what it is they go oh you're not allowed to talk about this anymore but then they just, like, keep doing it. Like, they're aware that it's insane that the guy who made it up is a crazy person. Like, just admit you're, like, a weird, like, nationalist. You don't have to hide behind the aliens and stuff. Just be, like, a weird racist. Well, what's... 
Well, that's the money train. No, but don't actually don't be a racist. Just don't do that. But if you if you are, don't like make a weird. Don't try to trick me with cool stuff like describing the movie Ghost Rider and being like, "This is my life," because then I'm going to join your cult if you describe it as the movie Ghost Rider to me. God damn it. Biden's trying to outlaw the saying Prince Kakarot from doing Qigong. <laughs> hey, do you know how many people are following this shit? Is there like numbers? Uh, at its peak in the 90s when it was outlawed, there are okay. um, misrepresentations of numbers. Falun Gong said that they had about 100 million people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, official estimates, though, are not actually that far behind. It's like 50, 60 million people were practicing it Shit. in the 90s. How many of those people were involved heavily in the cult as opposed to just doing the stretching <laughs> shit? Yeah, many people were <laughs> in the cult and people took too. it as a class in a gym. There's chapters of the Falun Gong all over the world. There's people who. There's somebody in Seattle who I can call up and set up to go do these practices with. There's people in Austin and San Antonio that you can also contact to go do Falun Gong uh, meditation practices with. Yeah, I mean, you can call me in Austin. You can call Amador <laughs> in San Antonio and we'll teach you about Gong, gong Chong. Or what's it called? Gong. Well, oh, Qigong. Qigong, yeah. We'll teach you about it once we learn about it. To, to be fair, uh, Falun Gong is like a spinoff of what Qigong is. Qigong is actually just stretching exercises. Um, Falun Gong just is like, wouldn't it be cool if we made stretching like a cult? And also like <laughs> we're racist. Yeah. All right. That was a good episode. That's a, that's a weird cult that I think I'm going to join. Because I, li- I, I like that. They seem to be into movies and anime. <laughs> I like that they have dancing. I like that they live in upstate New York. They they're also into like super far right wing politics. I I don't have to do that oh. part. I can just do the anime <laughs> and the Men in Black stuff and the yoga. <laughs> I think I was just going to say that they may just let you refer to, you know, someone else like as that guy. So, oh, yeah, (laughs) you may not even like get to the part where you get to talk about weird far right politics with them. That's the craziest thing. Like she met with that person like over a year, every morning for a year. Yeah. And asked her name. It was that one. That's like if we were doing this podcast and. I didn't know Amador's name, and Travis was just like, you refer to him as that man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could do that. Let's let's start our own, like, Falun Gong chapter. It's just this podcast. Yeah. Well, babe, welcome to the Spin Doctor podcast. This is that man, that man, and that man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I think that wraps it up for the episode. Uh, pretty crazy stuff. Um. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, the Spin Doctrine Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook since all of our again everyone got purged that commented on our thing, so our interaction is low. 
Come bully us. Please, we miss it. Uh, you can send us an email at thespindoctrinepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have anything you think we should cover, uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe. And until next time. I have a penis for your vagina hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. <laughs>